Uh, I would say perfect hair. Perfect hair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would say some sort of dangly jewelry. Uh, the verified symbol on Instagram. I would say he uses terms like um, believe in the victory. Uh, and <laughs> finally, I would say uh, celebrity pastor has genes that are skinnier than his theology. Nope. Uh, oh! <laughs> oh, that was so good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you came out Welcome to Biblical Lenses, a podcast that explores the how and why of living as a Christian in a pop culture world. Movies, art, people, everything is up for debate and nothing is held back. In each episode, we explore a topic through conversation, banter, and the Bible to try and get to the truth of the matter. We're not pastors or scholars. We're just regular Christians trying to understand the world through lenses of the Bible. In this episode, we're talking about celebrity pastors, which is a topic ripe for comedy. We're going to dig in and do the thought work, but we're also going to have some fun, maybe at people's expense. Stay tuned. Today, we're talking about celebrity pastors, um, and I wanted to start out, I read an article, uh, Relevant Magazine, and the title of the article caught my eye because it said, James McDonald and the end of the celebrity pastor. So uh, just in the last day or two, James McDonald, who is one of the, uh, he was the head pastor of Harvest Bible Church. Uh, he got accused of a number of things, I guess over years and sweeping them under the rug. Mm-hmm. Also the elders of the church, I think maybe sweeping them under the rug. Yeah. Um, and so he was fired as the head pastor. And uh, I just want to read a couple quotes out of the article because uh, I think they're pretty, they, they touch on a lot of things we're going to talk about today when it comes to celebrity pastors. So um, here's what the author of the article said. The entertainment industry became the focal point of American culture and a growing number of churches began operating like a brand with the pastor acting as the focal celebrity. And this has led to a phenomenon we call celebrity pastors, a phrase that should ring alien to all of us. A celebrity pastor is a brand and a brand doesn't take action against itself that would be antithetical to its entire existence. Brands survive because they deflect damage, they control the narrative, accountability is bad for brands. And lastly, this article said, the celebrity pastor is a failed experiment. Nolan, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's uh, it's always hard when you hear um, about a pastor that is in the limelight um, that has had a moral failure. It's hard when you hear of any pastor that's had a moral failure. Happens but I think, too often. Yeah, I think one, uh, especially one that is seen by uh, not only Christians, but non-Christians alike. Right. Um, and that's that's always hard for us. I, I do think it's notable to point out that, uh, you know, we aren't here to uh, throw dirt on anybody. Absolutely or not. Say that, um, say that MacArthur, you know, is... Like, I don't think we're going to be passing judgment at all. Um, that's not even really what we're going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, uh, if they are true, um, uh, the accusations, I mean, he's definitely a man that has had a failure. Um, but just like as any man who have, who has had a failure, um, I think it's good that we surround him in grace and love and show him that, you know, Super important. like that Jesus is all about redemption. But to that note, can I just say yeah, something? Because if we can't do that, right, just, and we're going to talk a lot about this, I feel like in this podcast, but like you know, people who are highlighted as people like leaders, like Christian leaders who fall, right? Who, 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 uh, who, who something happens in their life um, and they are in error. If we don't have grace for them, like how can we expect 
the Lord to have grace with us. Mm-hmm. Like it's really important that we we walk into this. And I even debated about like reading the article because it mentioned his name, but it does have a lot less to do with him mm-hmm. and more to do with an exploration of the celebrity pastor thing, whether it's working or not yeah. working. Yep. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, uh, you know, so, and I think celebrity pastors is is it's just a funny topic. Too. Let's okay I mean, before yeah. we go. What is a celebrity pastor? <laughs> Except in your best, like your best, like description. What is a celebrity pastor? Uh, you know what? I think it's somebody who's who's honestly like uh, he's got to have some ripped jeans in his in his wardrobe. Panache. Um, he's got to at least be talking from a table, from a small circular table, okay. where he's got you know a couple of different things on it, all okay. branded. Forty five degree pulpit, no yeah. longer acceptable. Yeah, no longer acceptable. Okay, it's got to be just a flat ninety degree. It's and like he walked into like a coffee shop. Yep. Uh, where they make really good cold brew, yep. pour over, yep, somehow, yeah, um, and you just caught him in the middle of a Devo on his iPad, yeah, oh yeah, for sure, okay, you, and for sure you are going to see uh, celebrity pastors uh, with an Instagram account, like you are going to find them on some sort of social media, Garrett. and that's and that's just the that's the that's the world that we live in now. Well, everybody has an Instagram. account. Everybody has an Instagram account. Nolan, that's very judgmental. Uh, they're going to be verified on Instagram. They're going to have that little blue check. They're going to have a little blue check mark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so all all silliness aside, like uh, I would say, like a celebrity pastor is just somebody who has a very high level of notoriety, mm-hmm. uh, popular. It could be very well. It could be because of the things that they say mm-hmm. are true to the word. You know, and we're going to talk about, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I, I follow a couple of celebrity pastors, there's nothing wrong with them, right? Like necessarily. Yeah. I don't think there's, I'm going to put my cards on the table. I don't, there may not necessarily be anything wrong with being a pastor who people take, a, a lot of people take note of because of your faithful service and work mm-hmm. for the kingdom. Yeah. But if you wear velvet boots. It could. <laughs> do you remember, wait, do you remember when we went to? Uh, yes, like, don't even say it. But we went to a conference. <laughs> it was Levi Lusco. No, don't say it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hey, like him. You know what? I love Levi Lusco. He oh. actually he taught at a, he taught at a conference in Indiana where my mom was, and Sweet she told me goodness. she told me she was going, and I I told her I was like I literally told my mom I was like mom tell me if he's wearing velvet boots. Velvet I need boots. to know because they were beautiful. <laughs> he, he wasn't. He, he wasn't. wasn't. I was kind of disappointed, but okay. he wasn't. So you went big time on that. <laughs> you just dimed out I, Levi Lusco. But that's the thing. Is I, I love like Levi Pastor Lusco. Levi yeah. Lusco. He's great, man. He's awesome. Yeah. He, he can preach the word. Okay, yeah. sorry. We're going to get back to it. Um, let's, I mean, so that is a celebrity pastor. Somebody with notoriety, someone yeah. with popularity, mm-hmm. someone that people listen to. Mm-hmm. They have a, a following of sorts. Maybe social media, but just in general, when people say like, hey, what are you listening to? Somebody might say, oh, I heard a sermon from mm-hmm. dot, 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 from yeah. such and such a pastor because everything is podcasted and YouTubed and it's just out there on the web, right? Yeah. So um, heavily followed. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, can, I just, can we just talk about the John, like the John B. Christ yeah, thing really quick? of course. Um, please do. If you haven't watched yeah. out there, if you haven't watched or heard of John B. Christ, great comedian, super funny dude. Uh, lots of funny sketch, uh, stand-up and sketch yeah. humor. Uh, but we encourage you to go listen to or watch his celebrity pastor draft video. Um, and uh, he actually got a lot of trouble for it. Did he? People gave him a lot of flack. Oh, of it's basically a sketch about like fantasy football, but instead of football, it's celebrity pastors. Yeah. And they're all commenting on the pastor's <laughs> sweet like jokes or like amazing hair yeah. and like how they're all drafting yeah. the pastors. I just think it was super funny. Of course he would get in trouble for it though. But he got in trouble. You know yeah. who he got in trouble by? Why? Christians. Yeah. People are just like upset. They like they couldn't understand the humor behind yeah. it. He had to come out and make another like series of like Instagram videos or whatever saying, 
man, we're not trying to like dog on yeah. people here. We're trying to make, we're trying to be silly about their suits, yeah. you know, like, and he's even saying like, he's friends with a lot of them. And they yeah. even called him up and said, that was really funny, John. Yeah. Right. But like, he's able to poke fun yeah. at the whole celebrity. Well, and I think, I mean, like, I think that that can be a good segue into just the, the topic at hand is that I think a lot of us, uh, or a lot of Christians will, uh, will get very defensive because they feel that that pastor is very endearing to them. So, you know, you might come out and say something about, you know, whoever, like Billy Graham or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, that man has had a, you know, has had a fundamental role in shaping and changing my biblical lens or my biblical worldview. Let's get, I want to get real confessional right now. If, who is the pastor right now that if somebody was to say something bad about, you might ask the Holy Spirit if it was okay to punch them in the throat. Uh, Who, per, wait, are you saying personally? Personally. Saying, if somebody oh. came up and said, this celebrity pastor, oh, what a what a garbage heap. What a, what a, He's such trash. Uh, Who would you go to? For sure, for sure, Matt Chandler. Okay. Yeah, Matt I, Chandler. Would go to, I would go to bat for Matt Chandler. Why? Uh, I just, he is... He is a man that is very knowledgeable. I believe he he teaches straight from the Bible. Got he it. is very like logical driven. Yeah. Um, and I just love that he is that guy that like is willing to tell anybody, no matter if they're the president of the United States, sure. you're an idiot. You need to change your life and give your life to Jesus Christ. Matt Ch- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Matt Chandler is, I, list, I love Matt Chandler's teachings, solid teacher of the word. Also, uh, when I need to get yelled at. Like, yeah. I feel like I'm going to tune into Pastor Matt because yeah. he's going to do me right. You know the, he's for sure going to call out. You know he's going to yeah. yell at you a little bit. Uh, mine, yeah. um, Ravi Zacharias. Oh. If you spoke badly, Actually, and he's not even a pastor as much yeah. as a Christian leader and scholar, but if you talk bad about Ravi. Oh. I, one, of our, one of our friends, Amber. Did you? Uh, so one of our friends, Amber, was telling us about was telling me about a uh, about Ravi being, being on I heard. fire. Yeah. Because of because Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, but uh, but yeah. if you talk bad about Ravi to yeah. me, I, I might... Just I might go on, go on. I might pray against you. I might ask you to wither up like a fig tree. Like that's my so you know why? Because I feel like he should be my like the Indian grandfather oh, to should. my children. Yeah. Like he's so amazing. I want him to come out and just be like, Do you want some more tea? Like, <laughs> that was the worst Robbie Zacharias. The worst Robbie Zacharias. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so cards on the table. Yeah. Nolan and I, we have people, like we have pastors that we respect and mm-hmm. we follow. Yeah, of course. And like you said, like it might hurt us if somebody said something mm-hmm. about a pastor that we find to be res- like yeah. like worthy of respect. Mm-hmm. That being said, are there celebrity pastors that you think are not worthy Oof. of respect? And let's I don't know should we call them by name or should we come up with great oh, nicknames for them? I don't know if I, I don't know if I can come up with a nickname on the spot. Cause... I have a nickname for one <laughs> that I feel like I'm gonna call I'm I'm just gonna say I'm gonna call him Teeth. That's that's my that's nickname. Funny. I know exactly. Who you know exactly about. the yeah. pastor I'm talking about. I'm just gonna call him Teeth. I'm not a fan oh, of Teeth. Oh, yeah. No. So that's mine. Uh, I'm gonna call uh, the the guy that. So I, me and you would think about the same about Teeth. Okay. Um, but uh, the gentleman that I, I'm thinking about, um, I would call him Spikes uh, when he first got started. Uh, Spikes. His hair was. Uh, oh, I know exactly who you're talking sp- about. Spikey spikes. Spikes. Yeah, that's great. part of the 90s grunge era. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So we we also have some that we don't approve of. Yeah. Now here, let's now we're gonna get into the crux of the issue, okay? Um what do we think about celebrity pastors? There's some good, mm-hmm. right? There's yeah. some that maybe it's a responsibility, it's a Spider-Man issue, great power, great responsibility yeah. kind of thing. But like there's some that don't. Yeah. So what do we think about this idea of celebrity pastors? Yeah. Uh gosh, it's it's so hard because for for me, I think that it's 
it's a it's an inevitability that you are going to if you are a good preacher or a good uh, you know speaker you're going to have people that are going to follow you um, I mean we see this with many different pastors but we also see it with politicians you know okay. we see uh, I mean even Barack Obama was always hailed for his you know his uh, his speeches and they were always so succinct and it's like that was he, a great Obama I, impression I know, by thank the way. you very much I'm very proud of that uh, <laughs> I've never been more proud of you than just right now I didn't know you could do impressions you know we we really enjoy uh, people that can speak very well and I mean Paul speaks to this topic all the time you know when he's talking to different churches saying like hey beware of those that speak uh, you know um, Oh my gosh, I'm going to completely butcher this. But basically just saying like, hey, beware of those that have good speech, that, that right, are right. very convincing. Persuasive with their speech, but yeah. their speech ends up being hollow, exactly. right? That's a summary. Please don't exactly. quote us exactly, but it does say that. But I mean, like, and that's and that's where I think like, as a pastor, you realize like, if you're a good speaker, you, you will draw a following just like Paul did, just like Peter did, just like Jesus did. But... It comes with a, you know, just like the Peter Parker, like, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Like if mm -hmm. you have this great thing, it also means that you have a lot more pressure on you right. to now like read your word, know what it says, proclaim the word of God and preach it with, with all conviction. So speaking of pressure, like, so that's like the next one, like, can you serve God as effective, as effectively from a place of fame or... Does the pressure become too much? Like the scrutiny on you become too much? Like, so let, I mean, little, little backstory, right? Like um, Noel and I have served in ministry together. Uh, we've served in youth ministry. Um, we have, um, um, you know, I've been a, I've been an on-staff pastor. Like Nolan was like my, my number two, like my dude in charge. So like, we've done this before. And, and as you rise in, not in like popularity, that's not what I want to say, but as you become like more recognizable there's a scrutiny put on you mm -hmm. there's a pressure that's put on you yeah. not to perform i don't want to say perform but to be more pastoral mm -hmm. right and to always to always be walking in holiness yeah. and the bible clearly says that like we all like sheep have gone astray mm -hmm. yeah. so what do we do about the spiritual superheroes with the capes fluttering in the wind that everyone goes, he's perfect, he's amazing. I wish I, wish I could be like Ravi. I wish I could be like Pastor Matt. Like, yeah. like what do we do about those areas? Because as much as I love Ravi, I know that somewhere he's a, he's deep down there's sin in him mm -hmm. that he yeah. that he does things that are not in accordance with the will of God. He has to, mm -hmm. otherwise he's he's the Messiah. Yeah. Like he's and that's just not true, yeah. right? Well, I mean, I think like there's there's got to be a level of uh, there's got to be a level of recognition in your own self that your heart is wicked above all else. You know, um, I, I mean, I always I always heard the the story from my mom. Just she she really respected Billy Graham. That that was definitely her like uh, you know pinnacle as far as like the pastor goes. Right. Um, but you know, she really respected Billy Graham, and she would tell me all the time, like you know, when he would go on tour. He would have his security detail or whoever his, you know, people were that were traveling with him and they would go into hotel rooms before him. They would, you know, right. make sure that any, cause people would legitimately like drop off like porn inside of Billy Graham's hotel room, trying to trip him up, trying to make him like, you know, fall as a, as a Christian. And so he'd have these people go in and whatever was in, in there remove it and then he would always make sure that somebody was with him when he was in a hotel room he was never by himself you know he took great measure to make sure that he was always following what god wanted him to do so that's to my point right yeah. like can can you serve god from a place of fame as effectively 
Like really, like as wholeheartedly as you want to, because there's so many things now tripping you up. There's so many things like, and if you fall from grace, oh my gosh, you you influence people in such a negative way. Is that a better model than what I would see as like the Great Commission, Jesus sending out the ones and twos to go make ones and twos and make ones and twos? Like what what happened to the faithful small church pastor mm-hmm. who 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 shepherds you know 50 people yeah. 75 people 100 people and 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 he pours his life into that congregation like that what what here's my opinion what happened to that is that's just not sexy anymore mm-hmm. right yeah. like that dude's not writing books yeah. that does that dude doesn't podcast he doesn't even know he doesn't mm-hmm. have a 15 inch macbook pro he doesn't even know about technology <laughs> like that dude's not on instagram yeah. like yeah. so we can't follow that yeah. guy he's not relatable to us as much as the guy with the velvet boots and the ripped jeans mm-hmm. and the cool kind of like the way he talks and walks yeah. and lives right so like like is it is it really more effective for you to be the billy graham of our age mm-hmm. Or would it be more effective for you to be the 50 person like, like, or how about even, would it be more effective for you to be the effective small group leader of 15 people? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, well, and I like, that's, that's where I think that we have a lot of differing in in the viewpoint because for for you, you definitely see, uh, you know, small group and, um, house church as as an effective model and i see that as an effective model too it can be effective right um i do also see that uh you know churches with uh with bigger congregations with bigger um with you know more people it also means that they have a greater um i would say imprint on their community okay um and i get the the fact that um you know we in, in a smaller setting you can disciple more um, but I think it is harder once you start talking about reaching a, a, a mass amount of people. Um, and that's where, you know, we, we, could, we could talk about that all day regarding like, you know, is it our celebrity pastors, you know, are they able to reach more people or are they just kind of getting people who are like jumping onto a bandwagon of religion? Right. And I think that's where it's, it's kind of hard because for me, I would say that there are some celebrity pastors that do that do ministry very well meaning that they are able to train up and equip those that are underneath them to train up and equip those that are underneath them you know and so on and so forth but at the same time like what okay so for instance like like pastor matt chandler like the size of his congregation is not necessarily the same as the size of teeth's congregation yeah right so like like we have like a like a like when people start filling up like stadiums like Mm -hmm. like baseball stadiums to see one person talk i also feel and we're we are currently exploring this you're watching nolan and i like walk out the exploration of this topic like you're you're seeing everybody there's way more opportunity for everybody to put their focus on the man instead of a less impressive setting scenario surrounding, you know, to then like lead them to Jesus more. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean like, and I think that's where the, and that's where for me, I recognize that you can't necessarily always stop people from exalting, uh, from exalting somebody. So as much as we would like to say like, Oh, you know, Matt Chandler can just come up on a given Sunday and say like, you know, stop following me. Like he's done that before. Right. And he still has people in his congregation that are that just like, follow well, him. I, I follow Matt. I'll tell you right now, if I was going to go visit that church, I would want to be at the campus where Pastor Matt exactly. preached. Yeah. Everybody want wants to. to see that. Now, I'm guilty think, of it. I think biblically, you know, uh, Paul definitely says that, you know, you should not be under the camp of 
Paul or you should not be under the camp of Barnabas or under the camp of, you know, this person or that person. It's it's more about, hey, like I am a follower of Jesus first and foremost. And that's why when I hear, uh, you know, when we're at church and all of a sudden I hear like, oh, you know, Pastor Donnie is going to speak today. Instead, Pastor Ben is going to speak. Well, right. I'm not like in my heart. And, and I've, I've been accused of this before, especially from the previous church that we went to. It's like I've been accused of before in my heart first going, oh, man, you know, but then I have to check myself right away and be like, you know right. what? This is the Holy Spirit speaking regardless. Right. But then, but then, but then, but then the other pastor speaks and you're like, okay. That was awful. That was that was a that was a stinky yeah. that was a stinky fart of a sermon. Yeah, and like <laughs> it I mean, does happen it, it at happens, times. It happens. And yeah. but like okay, I've been there, done that, yeah. right? Like I get it. Like I've been I've been ready to like preach on a Sunday morning back in the day, yeah. and then like been there ready to like welcome somebody in, and that like the old lady comes in the door like who's preaching today, and I go I am. I have the Madonna microphone yeah. on. It's my day. And they turn around turn and go out. back yeah. to their car. <laughs> have they and really? Absolutely. Oh, and I'm say so that sorry. they're just going to podcast like a repeat. <laughs> oh, like no. the old ladies say, I'm just going to go and wa- listen to a repeat of the, oh. the head pastor. So I don't have to everywhere. shout out to old ladies everywhere. <laughs> shout out to Karens all over the place. That's amazing. Okay. So, so yes, like it, it, like it, it is. People are going to be drawn yeah. to talented speakers. Yeah. They're going to be talent. They're going to be drawn to charismatic figures. Mm. But I don't know. I, I guess like that's maybe I see it both sides. Like there's twofold. Like number one, we should encourage people to be biblically rooted, like pastors. We should pray for them to be biblically rooted yeah. pastors, like amazing teachers of mm. the word and so sound in the word of God. But we should also pray for them not to be entertaining and tickle our yeah. ears, but we should pray for them to like, I mean, listen to us. Like this is episode mm. one or two of the podcast. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to get better. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully people are out oh, there praying. I would, hope. Yeah. I would hope that at least our wives will listen to this episode <laughs> and then finish it and pray for us to get better at podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. That's what people who care about you do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think that's like the thing. And that's, I guess, okay, here's my next question. If you're a celebrity pastor, and this is what happens with celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. We think we know them. Yeah. But we don't actually know them. Yeah. We follow them on Instagram. We see them do interviews. Mm-hmm. We feel this is how we feel about celebrities, especially yeah. in America. Like we feel like I know him. I feel like he's a good guy or a great gal. Like, mm-hmm. but we don't actually know anything about yeah. them. That to me is probably the biggest danger of celebrity pastors. Is that you can have a congregation of people that don't know the pastor, and therefore the pastor lives a life of isolation, and there's no accountability there. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean like and I think that's where that's where it is hard because when you and but that's that's for that's for pretty much all pastors. Sure. I mean when when you have a pastor that's even in front of a congregation of 50 and that 50 are following him, he has a he has they they will at some point in time or at least a couple of people in the congregation will elevate him to a status of uh more moral uh uh, imperf- like not imperfect, but more perfection. Sure. You know, where they say like, oh, he tells me how to live my life, so he must be, you know, perfect. And uh, I think the, I think a lot of times the bigger thing is, is that celebrity pastors have a huge responsibility to, um, to like watch their keel or, or basically like make sure that they are, they are protected on, on the 180 degrees. And, and um, you know, we, we see that in some, in some cases and in other cases we don't i think that a lot of times celebrity pastors can kind of steer into the uh 
the attendance and the um, you know the amount of people that are coming to their church, or okay. even the amount of people that are getting quote unquote saved every single Sunday, okay. and they allow that to dictate their actions because they're like, well, if I if I start preaching actual truth, or if I start preaching the hard truths of the Bible, right. all of a sudden my congregation is going to go, well, I don't want to be here, or I don't like this message, right. and so I'm going to watch you know, maybe 5,000 people walk out the door of my 10,000 person church, and now I don't have the same influence, I don't have the same income, or right. whatever in my church to go out and affect my community. And that's why I think the celebrity, that's why I agree with the article, it but, says the celebrity pastor experiment is dead, because it's putting too much weight on one person. And I even when I think okay, like I have this list of like let's talk about famous pastors. Okay. Let's yeah. talk about celebrity pastors, yeah. right? Like yeah, like the Apostle Paul, yeah. Peter, John, famous pastors yeah. in their day. Of course, people went like that is those are the words of Paul. Yeah, right. And but and like as you said, like Paul had some people like like having issue with him, mm-hmm. like like oh, are you a disciple of this person or a disciple of that person? He was still able to say right, First Corinthians like one. Follow me as I follow Christ. Yeah. He was able to say that. He wasn't saying I'm perfect, yeah. like Christ is perfect. He that that was like simultaneously an admission of like of like his guilt. Like follow me as I'm following. Yeah. I'm not there. I'm progressing, mm-hmm. but progress after me. Like yeah. you know, like you should model after me. That's okay. Yeah. Like Martin Martin Luther. Martin Luther was was a great was a great pastor. I think Martin also, Luther is Martin Luther. Martin Luther punk rocker of his day nailing things <laughs> on church out. doors can like, we just talk about martin yeah. luther <laughs> well I, I would say the nailing things on the church doors i don't, I don't necessarily know i do know that he submitted 99 theses of, of i like in my mind in your mind you like to picture him he just... nailed it and there was an anarchy symbol somewhere yeah, yeah there's an anarchy symbol <laughs> not at all possibly the who was playing over radio it, absolutely uh, but i mean even you know even martin even martin luther king jr was a very popular celebrity pastor that's kind of true you could say that yeah well i mean he definitely he definitely had an entire country following what he was saying on on a given basis in the the reformed area of things like charles spurgeon yeah like martin lloyd jones one of my favorite preachers like these are men that would go from town to town and and gather the entire town gather people and not only that but convert and revive the entire town like like spurgeon popping is his day oh yeah Popping yeah. in his day. I, like, I read his uh, I read his uh, le- lectures to my students. Lectures to my and students. And he has a full chapter on how hand motions are uh, incorporated and in, how you can incorporate hand motions into sermons to better illustrate your point. That is, I was like, this is a man that wrote this before epitome. he knew about ProPresenter. The epitome <laughs> of a Christian man <laughs> is the man who writes a, a chapter on, yeah. on hand. hand motions. I bet you Billy Graham read... I bet that I book, bet and did. that's where he got that's the famous got point. The, the point he did. Yep. He got the famous yeah. point. Like, okay, uh, they're even right now. Yeah. They're good celebrity, but we yeah. mentioned some of them. But like the Matt Chandlers, the Tim Kellers, yeah. the Francis Chans, yep. that we would go like we respect them. Yeah. We would listen to them. Well, and, teach. That's, and that's part of my Solid. point, though, is like these guys are not. They're not watering down their scripture for uh, for a bigger audience. They're just speaking what God is calling them to speak. And they're still noticing that their congregations are still coming to them. And and it's like, for me, that's where I think, you know, yes, maybe the the idea of, I mean, hey, I would be happy if celebrity pastors were to, you know, if the idea of celebrity pastors were to. If it worked. To, yeah. Worked or didn't work. Like okay. if everybody was to say like, you know what? We don't want to follow one guy. We just want to go back to our local churches. We want to fill those Baptist pews again and just get, you know, it's like, hey, that's great because you know what? It gets more of us together in, in a one-on-one it. scenario. Yeah. But at the same time, like 
I recognize that. I mean, like you you mentioned throughout the totality of Scripture, we have Paul in you know 31 BC, you know, or uh, sorry AD, as opposed to you know you Francis Chan okay, in yeah. 2018 on a, on a podcast. It's like we're gonna have these pastors that just naturally draw and attract people. We have them. we're always gonna have the people that pop like in that day, in yeah. that in like to that culture. To the, the, to the people that are representative of that culture, they're, they're going to be, they stand out to the Christians of that time. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. And I, I, I think that that's okay. Like, and I want to read this, um, a quote by uh, Ronnie Floyd. He's a senior pastor of, of Cross Church of Northwest Arkansas. Good job, Ronnie. Uh, he explained that humans are made to worship. Is what he says. It's no surprise then that in a celebrity-obsessed culture, worship is often directed towards an influential pastor or charismatic church leader. But when congregants put their pastors on the pedestal, he warns, the results are disastrous. Mm-hmm. And so that's where, you know, like Tim Keller writes books. Yeah. Matt Chandler writes books. They, like they, they write books just like Teeth and Spikes, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just so happy with our yeah. nicknames for yeah, them. Yeah, I love them. <laughs> um, so they write books just like the other ones wrote yeah. books. They write books just like the televangelists that rip people off, right? Yeah. But like they they do some of the similar things. So it's not nece- those aren't necessarily the trademarks of a bad celebrity pastor. Mm-hmm. I think what Ronnie Floyd here, senior pastor Cross Church in Northwest Arkansas, is saying is that the the mark of a bad celebrity pastor is the one that allows the worship mm-hmm. and is it doesn't deflect the worship and put the worship onto Jesus. And I think that scripture would support that, that like that Jesus is to be made much of. And even you find the old Testament, right? Like, like as, as soon as Nebuchadnezzar like says, like, look what I have done. He goes crazy. Like I have a running theory with my wife. Um, and she doesn't like this theory. I talk about all the time at dinner time, which is that we're not meant to be famous Mm. because if you look at the amount of crazy people, yeah, that are that are famous people that have gone crazy. It's kind of intense. Yeah. Like it's hard to handle that level of worship. Yeah, you're not supposed. We're not supposed to handle yeah. that level of worship. And I think it's possible. This is, I'm not going to write a thesis on this or anything, <laughs> or write a book about this. It's possible that even the slightest amount of that rubs off into a celebrity pastor, and that's why we see so many of them, kind of like. It also is very possible that just we all like sheep have gone astray. Yeah, and I mean, like, I think the <clears throat> the biggest thing is that as, you know, celebrity pastors have a very hard and, um, you know, big burden on their shoulders to, uh, you know, exemplify Jesus to not only the Christian world, but also the non-Christian world. And, uh, you know, there are there are pastors that do it well. Now, like I said, I think it's just, it's hard as, as a man who has a large following of people. Like, it's, if you are charismatic enough and right. you are you know if you speak well enough like uh-huh. you're going to just draw and attract those people it's gonna happen um, and you know it just unfortunately i think it's just the you know the the sin within our own hearts to exalt i mean even right. you know even the the uh you know the israelites did that with you know with saul their first king and they said like you know like god like god was like i am your king i am your leader and they were like yeah, but we want a we like physical the tall king. guy. We like the guy that we can see all the time, right? He, and I think, and that's where it's hard because you know when we start talking about the Holy Spirit, who's the same as God the Father, you know, um, it's like a lot of times we walk into church and it's like, yeah, like 
Holy Spirit, I know that you're ministering to me and you're always right. ministering to me, but, but this guy is your vessel that you I'm use. I like it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, but and, he, he, and this, okay, I want to keep reading a little bit yeah. from like, what was his name? Ronnie, Ronnie Floyd. He says this, sometimes people who attend well-known churches aren't committed to Christ or his church. Rather, their allegiance lies with the engaging, influencing pastor. Unfortunately, he said, these leaders may have extraordinary gifts but questionable character. Now, here's where the quote gets epic. Ready? Mm-hmm. He says, It's much better to be shepherded, led, and pastored by a person with average gifts, but a beautiful character, than it is someone with incredible gifts, but average or below average character. Yeah. Shots fired. Yeah. Shots fired for <laughs> sure. That's, that is a hard quote yeah. that I think our brother Ronnie is like breaking yeah. down there. It's like, listen, like we all... Love somebody who's charismatic and engaging and exciting yeah. and wears velvet boots. Who doesn't yeah. love velvet boots? But it might be better to go with a person who doesn't have questionable character yeah. and is a little less engaging. Well, now, but here's the thing, though, is like, so uh, I, I come from a, a church uh, in Indiana where, um, you know, we've we've had our ups and downs. And, uh, you know, and a lot of people in that church feel like, uh, there was some just kind of some moral things that they were kind of concerned with. Um, and, you know, our church wasn't big at all. I mean, at the height, I think, of our church in like 2002 or whatever, there was about 300 people that went to our church. Okay. Maybe, you know, at the biggest Sunday ever. You know, not a big church. And, you know, there was still some questionable character that might have been going on in, in the uh, – and, and that's why many people in that church actually – left um, my mom and dad included just because of kind of what was going on in there and so you know to me it's like you all pastors all pastors are susceptible to having their character flawed and i think a lot of times some of them in the smaller churches the reason why we don't hear about it is because they're small churches they're 50 people and i think it's easy to you know and that's that's once again Celebrity pastors are in the spotlight, so it's easy that when they have a moral failure to hold them up and say, see, this is why celebrity pastors aren't a good thing, Right. but we also don't take into account you know, how many people Billy Graham has led to the Lord and so how the, many people Robbie Zachariah is changing minds on. It's like... Zacharias. Sorry. See, Robbie. you've offended me. That, you talked bad about Ravi. So sorry. And now I need to punch now you in the throat. throat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, actually what you were saying, I just want to like, I think that's a perfect point, which is there are prob- there are lots of small, like, like or pastors leading small congregations mm-hmm. that probably fall, that probably like do something in error. We, they're just so small, we don't hear about yeah. them. And the bigger lesson is to not follow man. Yeah, exactly. Right? To not follow man. And so, and, and I think that, like, it's important that, and this is why the podcast is Biblical mm-hmm. Lenses, right? Like, is that, that we understand that, like, yeah, men, men are going to fail you. Yeah. Like, we are going to fail you. Like, mm-hmm. pastors are going to fail you. Leaders are going to fail you. Your boss is going to fail you. Your husband or wife is going to fail yeah. you. Like, your mother, brother, son, daughter. Like, everybody's going to fail you because we are human. Yeah. But God's not going to fail you. So when that failure happens by that person, mm-hmm. don't pin that on the Lord. Exactly. Right? Continue to walk in faith mm-hmm. like that God is good. And that... and. He even shows his goodness. This is like, I think like a big thing for me is like, he shows his goodness in the fact that he's willing to forgive mm-hmm. the man who's leading you yeah. in his failure. Yeah. That's a huge thing for me. Well, and I think so. Uh, I heard this really good quote one time from uh, one of my professors in Bible college. He said, you know, some, he said a lot of Christians will be more dedicated to their sports team than they will their own pastor, Okay, you know, and, and or, or to their own church, you know, where uh, what I mean by that is like, you know, we see whether the pastor has a moral failure or it's, you know, 
Karen, you know, the, the 80 year old woman that walked out on you, it's like, <clears throat> you know, they, they hear about, oh, you're preaching or, oh, this pastor has a moral failure. Well, I can't be a part of this church any longer because right. this church is, you know, clearly not following the Lord. It's like, that's not it at all. A man had a moral failure. A man, a man failed. It doesn't necessarily mean that all of a sudden the Holy Spirit is no longer engaging exactly. or acting with with that church or even with that pastor. You know, we've, right. we've seen pastors before come through uh, our, our old church who have had moral failures. They've taken it upon themselves to recognize their wrongs, mm-hmm. ask for forgiveness, seek a long road of redemption, yeah. and step back into ministry. Yeah. And they're fantastic men of God to this day yeah. that messed up. You know, Like you said, who who has not fallen astray? Exactly. You know, who has not fallen from the glory of God? Yeah. And that's right. So like 1 Timothy like chapter 3 says, if anybody aspires to the office of overseer, right? Leader, shepherd, pastor, like, like he desires a noble task. But here, I mean, we don't want to like um remove the requirements that are there like we are all like like we are all possible of like failing mm-hmm. it's very very possible mm-hmm. for all of us but there is still a standard yeah of right that we should aspire to and and here's first timothy says let an overseer like he must be above reproach the husband of one wife sober-minded self-controlled respectable hospitable able to teach not a drunkard not violent but gentle not quarrelsome or a lover of money a lot of these things fly in the face of celebrities, not necessarily fly in the face of renowned, well-known pastors or respected pastors, yeah. right? And so I think I'm landing in the middle on this, yeah. like biblically, which means I think it is possible for you to be a renowned person mm. who teaches, preaches, like disciples, like is in love with Jesus. I think it's harder for you because you're at a higher level of accountability. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you, when you get to like the teeth and spike thing where you're mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm doing this for like my own glorification. Mm-hmm. I think that becomes a problem. Well, and I think that's where it's, it's on the, and I think a lot of celebrity pastors, but also just pastors in general have a very good way of calling out those kind of people. Um, and I mean, I have no problem putting like Benny Hinn on blast because he is Ooh, for sure, like for a, sure. a, you know, for the love of money kind of guy. There's, there's and, some teeth and spikes that we won't say names, yeah. but there's some Benny Hinn but that I we're going to just like, hit. And it's just, I mean, and like I said, you know, for people that I know that there are people that have come to know the Lord through Benny Hinn and it's like, that's okay. But I think that the biggest thing is, is like, you will, you will see pastors today being like, Hey, beware of so-and-so because they preach this. And if you actually like look into what they're saying, it's less of, you know what? Like you need to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's more of like, Hey, pay me in my ministry and we're come, we're going to come and heal you. And it's like, and that's where I think the pastors do a good job of that. I think that a lot of um, well-known pastors, just like Paul would have back in his day, right. getting up and saying, this is what I should look like. And if I ever stop looking like that, you need to stop following me. Yep. A good One thing that I wanted to mention before we end this podcast, which a lot of, I believe the reason why we started talking about this in the first place is because we watched um, American Gospel. We did. We watched um, the documentary American Gospel. Which is a documentary Gospel. on Vimeo. You have to pay for it. Um, but It's worth it. it. It's definitely worth it because it talks a lot about the gospel that is preached through the American pulpit, which is more of, you know, the health, wealth, and and kind of salvation kind of message instead of, hey, we're going to preach Jesus Christ to every single person so that they know what he did for it's you. It's not even the health, wealth, and salvation. It's the health, wealth, prosperity. It's exactly. the health, wealth, and self-joy. Yeah. 
like yep. self-help, like, that's like totally gospel, true. which is yeah. so upsetting. Yeah, it is this, that is, I, you know what? Like I didn't, I was wondering why this was episode one. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I just, re, that's right. Cause we just watched that yeah. documentary and it was so potent mm-hmm. as to the difference between the American kind of churchianity yeah. and the, the legitimate gospel of yeah. Jesus. So it was, there was just such a difference that it just subconsciously stuck in our brains yeah. and it became like episode yeah, of one. Yeah, of course. Um, cause we like, that's what happens to our worldview. It sinks mm-hmm. into our heads yeah. and we just spew <laughs> stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. so I mean, kind of, I mean, want to wrap it up Wrapping and, up, and yeah. think about like, what are some of the biggest takeaways? Like one of my biggest takeaways is there are right now, as we speak, there are faithful people that have large followings that are, are preaching the real gospel, mm-hmm. the real good news. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the biggest takeaways for me is praying for people who have lots of eyes on them. Yeah. Because it's imperative. Like they, they do have the opportunity. They do have great power and therefore great responsibility. And I don't think we should go without praying for these people mm. who have created a platform. A, God has created a platform for them. Mm-hmm. I, I think we should pray for them. That's yeah. a big takeaway for me. Yeah, of course. I mean, and, and like I had previously said is, you know, like we need to be very, one, biblically rooted as Absolutely. Christians. If, if you're just going and listening to the pastor um, preach every single Sunday and your biggest takeaway is what he said out of it instead of what the Bible says out of it, like... That's, that's kind of a dangerous point for you because then anybody can just come up and they can say things just just close enough uh-huh. to the gospel that you can miss or or follow the wrong kind of thinking behind that. And so just don't, especially don't let the the production of a place, right. you know, dictate what you'll believe. You know, yeah. it has to have, it has to be biblically rooted yep. and you have to be able to, you know, line everything up with the Bible itself. I think if Nolan and I could encourage anybody out there listening yeah. like to one thing, it's that y- you should find a place, a, 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 a church and a pastor who is willing to teach the hard parts of the Bible mm-hmm. as well as the ones that make you feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah. He, if, you, if you don't have a place that teaches and preaches the things that make you uncomfortable and shift in your seat, you might want to pray about finding a different place. Mm-hmm. Because so, like Psalm 37 says like, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that encapsulates what we're talking about because the, the desires of your heart may not necessarily always be the things you think they are. Yeah, They might be hard truths that he wants you to face. Mm-hmm. And if, if you're in a place that it's not helping you to face those things, it might be the wrong place. Yeah. And so um, celebrity pastors. Celebrity pastors. It's a thing. Yeah. I don't know how long it'll be around, but um, I, I, I think God's sovereign and he's using it mm-hmm. somehow for his glory. Yeah. And um, I think that as long as people are, you know, like really seeking Jesus, like they, they're really going to, and they have to listen to the Lord, yeah. figure out if that's the right place for them, the right person to follow. Yeah. But it's got to come back down to the Bible. Like, are they being true to it? Yeah. They've got to be preaching from the Bible. They've got to be preaching the truth of the Bible. Um, and, and I mean, I think like, like we said in the beginning, you know, if, if you are having conversations with other Christians that are not from the same church, you know, biblically founded Christians, and they're they're looking at you and going, uh, actually, that doesn't, you know, that that sounds kind of weird. Like you should right. take note of that. No, right. That's definitely something as well too. It just talks about discipleship and you know and the accountability. Yeah, let's do uh, uh, before we go uh, top three stereotypes of a celebrity pastor. <laughs> like what top 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 five? Uh, I would say perfect hair. Perfect hair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would say some sort of dangly jewelry. 
Yep. Okay, uh, nice. I would say uh, he's got uh, the verified symbol on Instagram. Verified symbol. Okay. I would say he uses terms like um, believe in the victory. <laughs> <laughs> believe in the victory. Uh, and finally, I would say uh, Celebrity Pastor has uh, genes that are skinnier than his theology. Nope. Uh, oh! <laughs> that was so intense. And on that note, we end today's podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Thank you. If you guys uh, wouldn't mind giving it a like on whatever podcast application you're listening to, check the show notes for a bunch of interesting notes uh, or links that we've put in there. Funny stuff, interesting stuff, stuff that makes you go, huh? Uh, we put those kinds of things in the show notes. We appreciate you guys staying with us um, and listening to the whole thing. Yeah. Thank you so much. See you guys uh, next week. See you in the next one. Bye.